What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Petty Herbalists Podcast. It's your girl, Karina, sitting on my yellow couch, all cuddled up in my blankies, just excited about this episode. Mm. And I am sitting on the land of the Tongva people, also known as Los Angeles, California. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So this is Asia. I'm here on the Cheyenne, Ute, and Arapaho territories. Um, sweet baby Jasper's here. <laughs> and our um, other co-host. Our <laughs> other co-host, that's right. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's um it's rain. It's it's so much rain. It's been raining almost daily for for weeks now. Mm. Uh, and so it's it's not dreary. It's not sunny. It's really moist and I'm enjoying watching life spring up around me. Mm. I feel that it's supposed to rain today here again. It's fine. We've had just record rainfall in LA. And so it's been different, but I too am enjoying all the life forms springing up everywhere and seeing the lovely wildflowers all around me. It's been joyous. Yeah. Um, but what else is joyous is uh, what's going on in our medicine bags. And so Asia, what is going on in your medicine bag on today? Hmm. In my medicine bag, I'm really uh, challenging growth. Mm. Um, I'm really excited to be creating the presentations for Ecoversity. Shout, Shout out. And um, I'm really, you know, teaching the, the students about tonic medicines and the power of tonic medicine is only realized when we are able to be consistent. Mm. Um, and so in our paradigm, uh, we are constantly bombarded with products and we're constantly asked to change. We're constantly asked to move from this fad, this trend to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, because we're trained to be consumers mm. instead of being trained to be people of culture. Mm. Um, and so as a person, uh, <laughs> it's a gut brain herbalist, um, my interest is in not only creating, uh, microbial culture, but also social cultures. Mm. Um, and what that requires is actually consistency. It requires that we don't change every generation and do mm. something completely different. It requires that we do the same things over and over and over and over again yeah. and find the diversity that lives inside of consistency. And so um, as I continue my tonic work with Tremella, mm -hmm. um, having that every single day, uh, I'm seeing the results um, in my skin and mm. my body of knowing that my microorganisms, knowing that they can depend on me for something. Mm. Um, and similarly in my life right now, 
instead of, you know, focusing on the next thing, I'm really uh, trying to just, I'm just settling in. Yeah. Um, we deserve to settle. I think the part of being settlers is, is that uh, we have that pattern language in our blood and we're constantly moving, trying to resettle new territories. But um, I want to ground. Mm. I'm going to let the water, I'm going to be the stone in the river. The water can just roll over me because I am staying put and it feels really good. Mm. That's what's in my medicine bag. What about you? Girl, you were preaching. <laughs> Woo. You, I feel like. I wanted to run down the aisle and do a praise dance because I, <laughs> you know, I needed that. Um, I too am um, putting consistency in my medicine bag every day. And um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to make it so that I can see the, um, the fruit of my labor you know, instead of just like constantly throwing seeds around, <laughs> like I, I want to sit with these plants and visit them often and keep showing them love. Um, I have been just really vibing with Passiflora. Um, Asia knows the one that's around my neighborhood. Yeah, I've just been visiting her often. And just being with her and um, just vibing and learning about how, well, seeing her all over that cute little park that's by my house. And I saw that there's even some fruits. <laughs> I was like, wow, y'all got fruits over here in the shady area that no one really pays attention to. But I've just been looking out for my girl. Um but I'm really liking that consistency in my schedule of always like visiting a new friend, hanging out. I haven't took some, I was like, I might as well make a tincture while I'm here. Yes. Like, hey, can I make a tincture with you? And uh, she seems to agree. So yeah, we're making some tincture right now. I and I got, <laughs> I got one of the fruits and so I got some seeds. So uh, we'll be planting that soon. But yeah. Um, yeah, the consistency of just being in relationship with one plant. Um, yeah, being in a monogamous <laughs> I'm screaming. You know, we're we're courting right now. <laughs> Me and Passiflora, but yeah, making her feel really special and uh yeah. That's that's been in my medicine bag as well and um uh also we were talking about disciplines and whatnot and how I think I'm not disciplined but I actually am um and just honoring that about myself and um even when I don't feel like doing one of the disciplines at the moment finding another time in the day to do the things mm -hmm. always being committed to that has yes. been super helpful for me because I don't make myself wrong for not doing it at whatever time. It's like, I didn't do it, so we can just do it now. Um, But yeah, that's been powerful medicine for me. Not making myself wrong um, has been really great. And I've needed a lot of care this week. So 
I've been really great at mothering myself. So, yeah, all these things are in my medicine bag. This Yes. Um, I also wanted to mention, mm -hmm. uh, I went to Karina's club oh. class. <laughs> Yes. and it was so cool so <laughs> shout out to y'all who went shout out to yes. Alexis um and it was so 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 cool um <laughs> we got into this conversation about potpourri yeah and like everyone on the call who was black like was like me too and I was like <laughs> whoa whoa but clove uh, is one of the spices and in, in potpourri. And um, so the other part of my medicine bag is like Karina's ability to harness the wisdom that lives inside of the group. Mm -hmm. um, that was such a cool experience. It was such a dynamic space. And I've never seen someone facilitate something on zoom and in person at the same time and do it well except for you so oh thank you someone else said that too in the previous courses they're like i've never seen such a cool like online and in-person class yeah but i feel like i was really able to be me because i was doing so much engagement with people like engaging in people's like live reactions i'm like yeah yeah, amen. Yep, that's right. Uh huh. And this thing, like, it was, yeah, I it was love that everything. Class. It was so, it was everything. So that's thank also you. in my medicine bag this week. <laughs> oh, thank you. And you know, speaking of clothes, um, clothes are in my medicine bag also, um, not just because of the course, but um, someone hit me up on the DMs and was like, hey, like, my sister or my sisters plural are struggling with like um stomach flu slash norovirus right now and like they want to know what can support them and I was like hmm I wonder if clothes would support them so I go on the internet because I was like if it's an antiviral antibacterial you know antifungal I wonder if it could work against norovirus and so you know I go on the internet I go to the scholarly journals and see if there's a connection. And sure enough, cloves and ginger That's are right. effective against norovirus. So That's I was right. like, hey, sis, you know, I've been doing my thing with cloves. So I want to see if you want to try that on with your in supporting your sisters and see if that'll work. So mm. shout out yeah. for, like, <laughs> for the cloves and me uh doing research at just the right time just the right place the right time so that's right yeah oh we love synchronicity we love right place right time um I just love being able to do this and Asia thank you for supporting me and coming to my class um your presence was more than appreciated and yeah, you feel more grounded when you have your support system there. So, thanks, babe. Yeah, no, thank you. It was awesome. <laughs> Yay. And speaking of awesome, yes. we are continuing our Carminatives yes. series. 
And we have another of my favorite herbs that we're going to be talking about today. That's right. Drop it. We going to be talking about the mighty mint. Okay. <laughs> yes. The mighty mint, the peppermint, if you will. Yes. <laughs> um, Mentha pepperita, which is, by the way, a crossbreed of winter mint and spearmint. Mm. Yeah, and spearmint is one of my faves because it was my first herbal ally, which is the plant that I always found around my house and in most places that I lived in up to like this point. This is the only place I've ever lived where spearmint wasn't around and I'm sad. Mm. But um, yeah, so fun fact. Yes, fun fact. Um, <laughs> I love mint. So we're moving into the carminatives and the mint family. But this whole family is known to support sort of the gut and the brain simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, and so shout out to the entire family. But peppermint, the, the namesake of this family, is a particular use significance and importance because of its proliferation uh, this plant can grow almost anywhere and it grows mm -hmm. abundantly this mm -hmm. is truly a people's medicine because once you plant it you can't get rid of it it's <laughs> everywhere there's not a country that doesn't use mint medicinally in some way and so it is truly an abundant herb uh some people <laughs> refer to mint as a weed yeah. right uh, <laughs> because it it said i love you human let mm. me be where you are just mm. let me be where you are um and mm. so mint uh, as a herbal carminative, it does some of the, the more the important things that mints do. In particular, uh, peppermint is really beneficial for smooth muscle relaxation. Mm -hmm. And so when you have a tummy ache, oh, you're feeling that cramping, mm -hmm. right? And working probably through calcium channel blockers, um, it's able to actually smooth and relax sort of those, those cramps that we may feel. Um, it modulates what's called visceral sensitivity. And all that is, is that when you have a tummy ache, you're mm -hmm. quite aware of what's happening in your digestive system, right? right? You're feeling lots of sensations. And so mint is going to help to decrease what you're feeling so that you can digest your food even if you're 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 not digesting it super easily you don't have to know that you're suffering mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. right so mint is something that's going to relieve the suffering associated with digestive system um mm. mint is of course antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory um, and importantly, it also helps us, uh, when we are experiencing psychological distress, mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I study as a gut brain herbalist is irritable bowel syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, peppermint is one of the, the perfect remedies against irritation in our bowels because it 
decreases the inflammation that is there. It smooths out those muscle contractions. Mm -hmm. uh, it decreases our sensations of digestive processes. And it helps us to stop worrying about the fact that our stomach hurts mm. or the fact that our bowels are irritable, <laughs> right? So peppermint archetypically is really beautifully aligned with that that idea of irritable bowels, Um for those of us who experience it, if you've had a bout of diarrhea, Oof. right, then you know what irritable bowel syndrome is like. It's just that people who have irritable bowels have that experience all the time, mm -hmm. right? And so these mints are really sort of useful in, um, in combating uh, sort of for those, those, those experiences. Mm-hmm. And I really like that the mints, well, like the peppermints, they uh, <laughs> they have that tingly feeling. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Not only do you have that tingly feeling in your mouth, but you can also feel it in your belly. That's right. It's my favorite thing. It's just, uh. so yeah, not only does it make you feel better, but it gives you that like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think of being a kid yeah. and having that really tingly feeling um in that sparking joy versus dread yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yes and you know we use peppermint it's the most common toothpaste additive mm -hmm. um and so we get sort of the benefit of that tingly like that fresh like that mm -hmm. clean <laughs> and it kind of reminds us to keep mint in our mouth <laughs> mm. that's right you know, I like what you said when we were talking about ginger, how the grandmothers created these specific candies to remind us what the medicine was. That's and right. So y'all know we have our peppermint. That's we have right. our mints in our purses as aunties. That's right. <laughs> we also have our mint gum, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So mm -hmm. You know that the ancestors valued a plant if they turned it into a candy. Because mm. adding sugar to something is a is a is a um a sign is of there... love when we're looking mm. at culinary anthropology. Mm. When they add sugar to it, it's because they want it. They want to keep it in the culture. They want to make it such that even kids will take it on as their favorite. And so the proliferation mm. of mint in our like foods um, really is is a one of the strongest indicator of the prevailing importance of this plant on, on human populations. And we see many populations around the globe using that. Um, mm -hmm. Some of my favorites are like the mint chutneys that you'll mm -hmm. see in New Zealand and Australia. And uh, that's where I experience them the most, but I'm sure they're in Western Europe where those <laughs> where the ancestors of New Zealanders and Australians live. But, <laughs> you know, the combination of mint with lamb. Mm -hmm. Right. About that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because lamb can be a little bit more difficult to digest and the fresh mint, the fresh uplifting kind of qualities of mint can sometimes help to um work against the gaminess that mm. is uh, associated with goat and lamb proteins. Mm -hmm. And you know what else I'm thinking about when it comes to mint? What? Like, mint chocolate chip, like anything. Yes. Mint chocolate 
you know, pairing mint with ice cream sounds genius, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because ice cream, dairy, and sugar can be quite cloying, right. right? They they cause my face to break out. That's how I know my gut is like too much, too rich, mm. right? But actually, y'all, my favorite <laughs> ice cream is mint Oreo cookie ice cream. I Organic. <laughs> Pasture race. Anyways, but that's my favorite ice cream because it like you have the creamy sugar, but then you have that aromatic mm -hmm. spice that really helps us to digest all that sweetness. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm thinking about like the wonder of like mint chutneys um, mm -hmm. when you go to the Indian restaurants and um mint raita which is uh, a com another combination of um, mint and, and yogurt. Mm. And we see that mint-yogurt combo throughout the Middle East, right? Mm. And so we have this pattern of pairing mint with dairy, right? Mm. Um, in the West, we're eating ice cream, which is like the most immature form of dairy, but we see these more ancestral cultures throughout the Middle East pairing it with fermented dairy they're pairing mm -hmm. mint with yogurt right. um so shout out to them and mm -hmm. also shout out to us because I love yes. my mint ice cream <laughs> so much <laughs> it's so good <laughs> yay uh we're so grateful for mints mm, it's my fave and as I mentioned in the last podcast um sleepy time tea has both chamomile that we talked about last week and mint. So you already know what it's doing for that tummy. That's right. And it's called sleepy time, but it's really any time. <laughs> it's always going to be a pleasant cup for you. And so yeah. that's my favorite thing. That was one of my favorite things growing up as a little kid. So just yeah. Saying. One of our questions, and that's what you have me thinking about, Karina, is like, why would tea that helps you sleep be rich in carminative herbs? Um, mm. And the reason for that is, um, is in order to get a good quality sleep, it's often preferable that our digestive processes have been complete. Mm. So the closer you eat food to going to bed, the more your body has to work while you're sleeping, digesting that food. Mm -hmm. And so the idea culturally is having um, a carminative uh, tea, like sleepy time tea before bed mm -hmm. to actually assist our body in that digestion so that wow. stomach upsets don't disturb our sleep. Wow. So shout out to you and your sleepy time tea. It's actually a form of cultural genius. Wow, I now that I think about it, I'm like, who introduced me to sleepy time tea? I gotta ask my parents because I was a weird kid who liked the things that most people didn't like. Like, I love grapefruit, I loved cranberry, I loved rhubarb. Yeah, <laughs> I loved sleepy time tea. So, I wonder who exposed me to it. I'll get back to y'all on that. Honestly, if you do what Karina tells you to do, you will live a healthier life. Like <laughs> her mixing, like diluting juice with water. Oh, yeah. I used school, to do that like, all why the are time. You doing People judged me. It's like, why does your juice taste like unsweet and Kool-Aid? <laughs> but now we know. But now we know. 
it had way too much sugar in the first place. Way too much damn sugar. So look, shout out to Karina who has a natural taste for well-being. <laughs> I have had to, you know, come through the other end, <laughs> learn my way through this life. But, you know, we really wanted to introduce y'all to chamomile first and mint later because wherever you travel globally, you are likely to find these two teas. Yes. And so when I was out there in Oaxaca with the <laughs> irritable bowels, slushy stool, I <laughs> that was the worst for me, y'all, because I felt like I'm supposed to be the mistress of the microbes. And here I am catching, you know, <laughs> diarrhea. Listen, the one I thing was, about the tropics, they gonna get you at one point or they another. gonna get you. And I was being reckless. So, anyways, I I learned. Um, but what's beautiful is that every restaurant we went to, right? They wanted to serve me a cold drink, and I'm like, uh-uh, diarrhea is a cold condition. Colds mm-hmm. cause your stomach to cramp, right? Colds mm-hmm. cause contraction. Right. So you know, to support my irritable bowels. <laughs> i'm laughing but y'all it was suffering i'm in the food capital with diarrhea so i'm like i'm gonna eat all of this and it's gonna come out the other end so i'm making these weird decisions right like anyways i learned a lot um but what i really learned was like how to tend to our gut how to tend to our stomach um what's always going to be available is going to be your chamomile and it's going to be your mint And you can rely on these. So any restaurant you go out to, instead of getting a drink, ask ask for a tea. Mm-hmm. If the tea's warm, it's going to expand. It's going to help you to digest your food better. It's going to prepare you, mm-hmm. right, for your meal better. Um, and especially like a tea after the meal or before the meal. Um, and so that's what I do when I go out. I'm like, you got tea? And they're always like, we got mint tea. <laughs> I know. They always say it like that. Too. Yeah, it's like, like we, uh, we got. Yeah, I think we have uh, chamomile, mint, Lipton. <laughs> yep. You'll always be able to find it. And so that's why we yeah. wanted to give you these two first. Um, because no matter what you're going through, you're probably going to be able to find these two herbal allies. Yes. So enjoy them. Aww. In Asia, do we have any bougie auntie word of advice to leave with the folk today? I don't know. Um, so I am watching the um Queen Cleopatra docuseries. Oh, uh huh, on Netflix and uh. Is it worth watching? It was produced by Jada Pinkett Smith. And I loved it so much. I loved it so much. It was just, I just thoroughly enjoyed that experience. Um, And it's funny because Karina and I, you know, we'd be making fun of... (laughs) (laughs) You know the 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 black subculture of uh you know, the, the hoteps. Anyways, so we we be laughing, we be you know making fun, saying grand rising my queen, and just joking about it. Um, 
and to actually sort of experience the black um a black imagination of the ancient world mm -hmm. uh was so liberating for me mm. and i was talking to our sweet sis tammy shout out to oh. tammy we love you shout out. and you know she was talking about the netflix show beef and how seeing asian people being human fucking and living and loving and fighting was mm -hmm. just so liberatory for her. Mm -hmm. um, and though I challenge representational politics, mm -hmm. uh, I really just want to name that like my bougie word of advice is to get yours. Mm. My bougie word of advice um, is to surround yourself with, with positive depictions of yourself. Um, one of the things that healed a lot of my phobias was Tumblr coming up. Like I had my <laughs> Tumblr account and it only had fat bodies. It only had queer mm -hmm. trans bodies. It only had men with flowers in their hair. My it only face. had super dark women, right? It only had these depictions of me so that I could see myself externally. And it was so healing to my self-esteem. And so my bougie word of advice um, for this week is that there's a lot of things in the world that's hard for us to digest. Mm. A lot of media, a lot of depictions, a lot of ideas of what we should be. But in order to ease us into our own wholeness, I want us to digest the depictions of ourselves. Mm. Um, and so that's my my word of advice for this week. <laughs> wow. That was very eloquent, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love that. Yeah. And uh, for my client this past week, we put together a post like compiling that it's been a really Black couple of weeks, especially for Black women you know, like Beyonce's Renaissance tour came out. The Black Little Mermaid premieres were out. Um, Queen Charlotte is up on Netflix. Like you said, um, the um, Queen Cleopatra is out. I mean, we're just being Black and excellent and we're being seen. And yeah, it's it's been beautiful. People have been really responding well to it. And so... Yeah, we're we're living a moment right now and I love to see it. Mm -hmm. Um let's see for my bougie auntie word of advice. Um I've been really okay with people standing in their frequency even if I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. And just really appreciating them like expanding or challenging my beliefs because I I never want to be right about something is what I decided a couple years ago I never want to just be right mm. like I want to be able to expand even if I'm like you know I completely disagree with this person but I love them like they're really great they bring a lot of life to me and tbh I have friends like that I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> I'm not going to tell them that. But uh, yeah, um, for example, there's this um, this lady who is Zapotec and she is a translator um, 
through this organization, which I forgot what it's called. But um, she was like, yeah, I just want y'all to know I am not Hispanic. I am not Latina. I am Zapotec. And I'm standing in this because I want indigenous people to feel represented, to feel loved, to feel unique and whatnot and so on and so forth. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And um, that made me feel good because, you know, me, I'd be challenging um, Latinidad all the time. I feel like some people be hating on me because I don't take on Latinidad as one of my identities. Um, I mean, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to get mad if you at you if you consider me Latina or Afro-Latina or whatever. But I really like standing in the, like, I don't like it. I would rather represent my cultures individually than to be categorized as Latina. Because I feel like Latinidad just, like, clusters everyone who comes from you know, a Spanish speaking country and so on. Or not necessarily that, because technically like Latino, Latinx means you're in Latin America, but not necessarily because they don't be including Haitians. So or <laughs> no. Jamaicans. <laughs> no, the black ones are Caribbean. Right. Which is a whole thing. And also they don't necessarily or they not even necessarily, they don't consider um what is it called? Filipinos, Latino either. Mm-hmm. So it's it's truly a mess, Um, even though a lot of Filipinos have Spanish last names mm-hmm. um, and have incorporated Spanish into their language. But, you know, we're not going to get into that happy AAP or Asian American um, Pacific Islander Heritage Month or Pacifica Peoples. Shout out to y'all. But um, yeah, so anyways, going back to my point, I loved her standing in her frequency and just making that statement and knowing that people would probably judge her and be upset and whatever. But she's like, this is what I believe. And I'm standing in it. And, you know, I feel seen by her and I'd be standing in this frequency. But also, I don't mind being called whatever it is that's okay like if it if it brings me closer to community i'll be afro latina but you know um on a day-to-day basis i am black first and foremost and then you know i am also indigenous and my people are dominican and guatemalan and that's who i am period so <laughs> i'll step off my so- my soapbox right now Nah, I'm feeling fresh and clean. Okay. <laughs> Squeaky clean. <laughs> Got some mint soap. Hey, come on. The Dr. Bronner's. <laughs> that mint one that burns your skin. It really burns. I hate essential oils. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yes, that's what I got for y'all. <laughs> So thank y'all once again for listening to us, for being with us on a close to weekly basis, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) mainly weekly basis. Okay. Okay. Um, We really appreciate y'all's support on the social medias, 
um y'all sending dms y'all um doing reviews we really appreciate that and then for those of y'all who have extra shmoneys and support us on patreon shout out to y'all we have patreon.com slash petty herbalist if you want to support this podcast and the podcast producer aka me and um you know sometimes i be posting things but mainly i just want to be clear you're supporting the podcast production okay um and then if you want to support asia dorsey who be doing all the things hop on to patreon.com slash bones bugs and botany asia really does the thing so if y'all want things from patreon we begin our newsletter we begin our articles um there are more offerings to come where oh we're talking about so many things so be ready or stay ready you know so you gotta get ready that's right (laughs) um but yeah thanks for all y'all's ways of support and also you can email us at pettyherbalist at gmail.com i forgot about that i try to check that often but you know but yeah if you want to send us an email feel free to do that too but yeah any church announcements asia (laughs) (laughs) well we're still you know promoting our beautiful uh satya yoga nidra retreat yeah for bipoc people um and uh you can see more about that in the show notes but um, still, you know, Karina's gonna be there as our kid. I sure will. Listen, I stay telling y'all what to do. That's right. I said, <laughs> I need you to dom me, like keep us on schedule because I cannot. But yeah, it just feels really good to be able to hold this sacred rest container, mm-hmm. um, for for people who really, really need it. Yeah. Um, most folks don't know that. But it's obvious that people of color actually have a um, a sleep deficit in mm. comparison to, um, you know, our flesh tone friends. Um, <laughs> I'm screaming. And so when we talk about sort of, uh, you know, inequities in health and wellness, like one of the biggest gaps is, is that brown people struggle to sleep. Mm. Um, we don't get the same amount of rest. And what that means is that we don't get the same amount of restoration or the opportunities mm-hmm. to restore ourselves, even though we experience multiple times more stressors. Yeah. Um, and so really this retreat is helping to repair that sleep deficit. You can't like make up for lost sleep, but mm-hmm. we could help you grow out your prefrontal cortex and adapt right. to a world that doesn't love you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, some people don't. The earth yeah. loves you though. That's right. Um, and so, yeah, so that retreat is coming on, uh, I think the 26th to the 29th of June. And um, just, it's all me and Lakshmi are going to go on a retreat and, <laughs> you know, plan our, like our scripts and our oh, nidras and our sequences for yoga and, we're just, it's just so exciting for me to to have this offering. So that's what I'll share with y'all. Yay, pull up, y'all. It's going to be in Colorado. So <laughs> if you're already in Colorado, pull up. If you got to fly in like me, Asia thought I was going to say something shady, but I'm not. <laughs> 
Yo, get on the plane. Purchase your ticket. It is at a really good rate. Um, again, like Asia said, we're going to put all the information in the show notes, but we want to personally invite you to come and rest and be well with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And the price is accessible. You it will really never is. find another opportunity at this price point. So we are, this is an act of love. So come on through. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I be having my herbalism of spices course every month. So next month, uh, I think it's going to be on June 14th mm. and it's going to be on cardamom. So you already know. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be following the um the sequence or the same sequence as the podcast. So, yeah, cardamom is next. Yeah, so. we get to get in person in real life. So excited. I'm putting it in my calendar right now. <laughs> Yay! I know. Shout out to some of y'all who already told me you're going to be showing up to this one so i'm excited and you can sign up um go to petty or bliss link in bio and then uh click i think it's like the top so yep sign up and i will send you the um the calendar invite so y'all can have some integrity you know what i'm saying but uh that's all that's all we got that's how we got just always want to remind y'all to always stay ready and be petty. Bye. Bye.